Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For today's episode, we are going to be kind of doing just a whole life update, personal catch up with you guys, see what's going on. Um, I think maybe coming up, we'll also try and do an advice episode because that was our other idea for this week, but you guys overwhelmingly just wanted a life update type situation or where we talk about more personal stuff. And a lot of you guys want us to talk about PT school, so it's definitely going to be a segment. And I will admit, like, I'm looking through some of the things that you guys wanted us to talk about this week, and it is, like, overwhelmingly about PT school, so we will make sure that we touch on plenty of it, but also know that um, we will have our By first time week in our life. Up. Our first week in our life video will be up on Megan and Sierra if you do want to see it. First like, PT school week in our life. Yeah. To clarify, not just so, the first week of our life. We will definitely talk about some of that stuff here but it's also going to be mentioned in our vlog most likely and so yeah if you want to go watch a video yeah check it out so if you don't want to just like listen to us talk about how the entire week went you can you know live it with us Mm -hmm. if that would be more your speed so um i guess we can go ahead and start with our weekly spotlight which we have the same one yeah and it's just like the fact that pt school started and we made it through we survived i think that i've said this in the vlog too but i really need to just remind myself that at the start of this year, I was not sure, you know, where I'd be going to school, what program I would be in, and so I'm just, like, trying to remind myself to, you know, be very thankful for where we're at, even, like, though things are pretty crazy in the world. Um, I'm just really happy with how things are going right now. I also really like that our first week of classes was, like, its own class in itself, and we talk more about that in the vlog, but we already had, like, that one class, final exam was Friday of that first week, and then this weekend is in between the next two classes that we start. So it's like, it's nice to know that once we made it to this weekend that we're recording the podcast, we had a break again. And like, yeah, it wasn't going to be that was so overwhelming. Nice. Um, that was definitely a good transition. And so we'll have to see how our weekends look like throughout the rest of the summer and into the school year as far as like managing school as it's still going on. But we don't know how that works yet because we haven't experienced that yet. But it was so nice just knowing, you know, at the very least, no matter how stressed or overwhelmed I felt throughout the week, I could just be like, you have to just get through Friday, and then the weekend is all yours to do whatever you want. So, obviously, that is like a one-time thing, but I am fully appreciating right now. Mm -hmm. So, even though, I guess since that is our weekly spotlight, we're going to get into talking a lot more about PT school just because you guys want to know what's going on, how we've transitioned. um, What it's been like, especially since it's online. So, so, where to start? Where to start? I guess... I so, feel like I kind of want to approach this from, like, my biggest question as an undergrad would always just kind of be how, like, what is it? You know, what mm-hmm. happens? How do you manage the change from undergrad to grad school? Now, take in, keep in mind, we are one weekend, so yeah. take this with a grain of salt. But, but that is how I'm trying to frame this, because obviously, not every school is going to be the same thing, but it could be similar, and... And the pandemic only adds on to the differences that are going to be between programs. Um, So, yeah, even, like, I have that I want to talk about just, like, even later on in the podcast, like, schools in general going back in the fall. But even, like, whatever universities decide, since we are a professional program that's, like, a health profession, we are pretty certain that we're going to be in person. And even if that's not what the university decides to do, our um, department is still, like, that's their goal. So it's just like they have to make those exceptions for different programs because at least to a certain degree, like if it were, if we were to have like an outbreak among our class, then there has to be an exception for at least like a certain period of time. But it's like 
you can't just stop medical school. You can't just stop PT school. You have to do certain things in person that you can't do otherwise. Mm -hmm. So um, our summer program is, our summer session, I guess I'll say, is entirely online with the exception of like small lab groups going to going on campus one day the entire it was spring, like for two entire hours. summer session for two hours I think where you go in for like two hours with a group of like eight people I think and wearing PPE with they're going to give us um, face shields and different masks in addition to people probably having their own masks as well and we kind of started talking about when we go in the fall like what to expect for what to be wearing on a daily basis and it's face shields all the time 100 percent of the time face masks are going to be you have to wear them if you're within six feet of people or like especially if we're working on each other and um also like they might just extend that to just being like wearing it would be helpful if you want to but i think that you know people want to like take drinks of their water during the day so like face shield is like if we're spread out then everyone's wearing a face shield and that's going to be mm-hmm. all the time so on sunday or like as far as preparing for grad school because sometimes people feel the need to like go review some anatomy or just like get used to studying again. I didn't do any preparation and I've heard from students through interviews just to like not worry about school until school starts. So I didn't. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, you obviously have to make sure you're doing things beforehand that they require you to do. Our program had a to-do list for us to check things off that we had to get done um, either before the summer session started or during the summer session before fall starts. Um, but otherwise, like, as far as reviewing schoolwork or stuff like that, I've not done any of that. So, Sunday night, I was just getting ready to go to bed early, like, yeah. you know, end of summer, school starts the next day, and so I woke up at just before 8 o'clock on the first day, and our, same um, live stuff that's been going on, I guess I'll give you a quick rundown of how our week went, and we did this in the vlog, too, but if you don't listen to our vlog or watch our vlog, then here we go. So, it was... We would have Zooms at slightly different times during the day, but it was usually like a morning Zoom at around 9. Sometimes they were a little bit later or maybe, I think there was one day where it was like we had 10.15 was when we got on and one day we didn't have a morning Zoom, so it was like getting on at 1. And we'd also usually have like a 3 to 4 o'clock discussion. Yeah, I think 3 to 4 was like every day except Friday. It was. So that's like the basic rundown. There was... Um, anywhere from like two to four hours of Zoom every day, just depending on what we had going on. And the very first thing we did was just like a live orientation yeah, session. Yeah, the first three hours of Zoom were like not schoolwork really. It was um, the first hour was an orientation with our program director, and then it was an hour of IT. And then I think things kind of got started in the third hour, but it was nothing too yeah. complicated. And what's nice is because we went to Iowa for undergrad. All of the IT stuff that we were going, I was like, over, I don't have to pay like, attention right did now. Did not matter to me. So, like, if we had gone to a different school and like had to change systems or get used to a different setup, that probably would have been more difficult. But I was just like, hurry through this. Like, I already know yeah. everything that we're talking about. Um, I think there's actually like 17 people in our program that went to Iowa for undergrad. So there still is like a lot of people that are definitely new to Icon. That's what we call our online. Um, class canvas yeah thing. canvas thing so they do have to probably get used to it even though I think a lot of schools use something similar so yeah um what else do we do I think that Monday honestly it was a lot of stuff but I wasn't really overwhelmed on Monday I don't mm-hmm. think because the first half of the day was not learning it was just here is you know welcome to PT school yeah, I guess we could tell you what course we were doing for oh the first it week. was called intro to physical therapy practice so For lack, like, I don't fully know how to explain what the course was, but it was essentially, like, you do a lot of 
like, this is what PT is as a profession. Here's some background of how physical therapy got started. And, like, the organization, the APTA, is, like, we learned a lot about that. And we're using, statements. Um, like, we're reading through some of the guide to physical therapy practice just to, you know, all put us on the same page with what's the role of a physical therapist, what is their role during different or, like, in different areas of care. And just, like, we also are trying to look at how to, like, goals that physical therapists have for in the future, which is, like, wanting to get more involved in, like, preventative care and stuff like that. So it was just, like, a lot of, like, there was no hard science or anything this week. Uh, I guess the closest to that was we had medical terminology as, like, a side part of this course. So it was just, like, they want to make sure that all of us have an understanding of basic medical terminology when we go to our clinicals because we might start even doing those half the day and during Fridays in the fall semester. That's the goal. That's what they normally do. And so you just want to make sure that when physical therapists are talking about different things or different things the patient has in their history that you, like, know what's going on a little bit. So that was, like, something where it was, like, they didn't even have lectures prepared for us. It was, like, here's a textbook, study with that, and then take four different quizzes on your own time and just, like, have them done by the end of the week. So that was just, like, part of the course, but not really, but it did count for our grade. Mm -hmm. I would say that was kind of... I think we were all a little bit confused on how to approach the medical terminology stuff because it was we very much like, <laughs> When I know, say we were all, we have a group me for our PT cohort. So it was very much like everyone was just saying, what are you guys doing to study for medical terminology? Because no one wanted to be the first one to take the quiz, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. figure out how easy or hard it was going to be. Um, it wasn't that difficult, but I do think it was definitely more than just learning the word roots and suffixes and prefixes. You had to know some of the conditions that they were talking about. Um, but like, again, following the book that they told us to use was not that hard. Yeah. I feel like it was similar in difficulty to what it was when we took medical terminology as a class, because when I went into taking medical terminology as a class, I thought it would be mostly focused on prefixes, suffixes, and root words. And if I knew those, then the questions were just going to be like, what does this word mean? And that's not how they quit. That's not how the exams worked in that class. And that's not exactly how the quizzes worked for the medical terminology either but again it wasn't anything like too ridiculously difficult so I remember like the first it was like in a way our school day was like nine to four but then that just means like you're done with your like they had like time blocks scheduled out for us on when they recommended having students work on different things so it was like even if we weren't live they're saying you should work on these lectures yeah they would say here's this self-directed lunch break and they would have assignments for the self-directed time and when I say assignments it's not really like an actual assignment. It's just kind of a list of things to do, whether it's watching a lecture and taking notes or watching a video or reading something from the Guide to Physical Therapy or other articles, different yeah. stuff like that. So it was like four o'clock was when our scheduled time was like done for the day. And it was like, that'd be like in theory when we were done with class for the day. However, um, this week, I'm just going to give like an overall consensus on me and Sierra's thoughts. I wouldn't say it was overwhelming because I don't think it was. And I'll explain why. But the amount of free time that I had was extremely limited. Like, probably mm-hmm. the least amount of free time I've had ever in my life, I would argue. <laughs> um, because and I don't want to, like, scare you guys if you're, like, getting into grad school or pursuing physical therapy. Because, like, the things we were learning weren't inherently difficult. But I was just like, wow, I really have to figure out how I'm going to utilize my time mm-hmm. wisely and figure out how I can speed some stuff up. Because we woke up at, like seven in the morning and we were doing stuff until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night with like some breaks here and there. We had still worked out. Mm -hmm. We were still, you know, doing free time here and there on our phone, but it was like, it wasn't a lot of free time. 
yeah, I think that was probably the biggest change. And I do want to emphasize what Megan said about how, I mean, this class anyways, I'm sure, you know, later down the line with more classes, it will actually be difficult. But this first class was not inherently difficult. I think that the volume and the workload is just a lot more than in undergrad. And also this was a one-week course. Mm -hmm. And so they had a lot to cram in. Honestly, four days as opposed to five because the exam was at 9 a.m. on Friday morning. So, yeah. It felt like I took a month-long course. I'm not yeah, kidding. It, it was, did. It felt so long. I also just feel like within, like, the one week and also with our group me, we feel, or we feel, I guess we, I can speak for both of us. I was going to say, I guess I could speak for myself, but I think you also agree that we've gotten to know our class pretty well and everyone's getting along very well, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, the vibes are good. I feel like we're all understanding each other's, like, sarcasm and just, like, there's one, t- someone in our class when you're, like, live on Zoom, we were talking about, like, you have to have, like, your ID or you have to show an ID before. Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that, too. If you're wondering how we're taking um, exams or quizzes right now, we use Respondus Lockdown Browser, which if you haven't taken that, it's a separate internet browser that you have to download. That doesn't let you have anything else open on your computer, and they also do, like, webcam videos. So it's, like, scan your room, which obviously isn't perfect, but that's what we've got right now. And so I have a setup right now just, like, in my room on my dresser, which I decided I'm changing next week because that was awful. I hated it. Do not sit on a stool with no back for four plus hours a day. I would not recommend. I'm moving to the couch next week. Yeah. Me and Sierra, <laughs> ah, I'm so excited for this. Me and Sierra just ordered like lap desks. We'll show it in a vlog, I'm sure. But it's going to be like a pretty nice like lap desk where it's like I can tilt it, has like a little compartment that I can pull out, maybe set a drink on. And that way I can like sit and lean back on the couch and mm-hmm. be able to go on the zooms on there. And I'm just very much looking forward to it because I was getting so uncomfortable in my room sitting at my dresser on a desk and it's like I didn't have anywhere to like put my legs because it's a dresser not a desk and so I have like a poof in my room that like I decided to bring over to the bar stool because I needed something to like put my feet on because it just was like not comfortable having my feet like hanging on the ground (laughs) and so I just decided like and there would be times where we had zooms for like three hours straight and they would give us like breaks here and there which were nice but there were many times yeah. when I would uh, stop showing my video because, like, you could do that if you wanted to, like, get a good drink, go to the bathroom, stuff like but that. But most people, like, stay But on I would video. literally, like, say, you know, I need, like, a quick break for a second. And I would turn my video off and, like, go sit on the ground and do that thing that I do to crack my back and just stretch out a little bit. And I'd come back and be like, okay, back on the video. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I was going to say back to my quick story, quick interruption. Um, so yeah, you have to show an ID on the lockdown browser and I have a student ID that I'm sure I'm going to have to get updated eventually or like we will eventually get PT student IDs, but we haven't done that yet and they are going to have us do that later. So it was just like show any ID right now. And so someone typed in like the Zoom chat just being like, can I show my Costco ID? It was just funny. Like I thought that was so funny. And Megan and I both agreed because we talked about this afterwards. We're the type of people, it's not hard to make me laugh. Like, I think a lot of things are funny. And so when I saw that in the chat, like, I think I just, like, instantly kind of, like, smiled and, like, laughed to myself. And I was like, no one else. (laughs) Yeah, either no one saw it or, like, no one thought it was funny. And they're just like, either they thought it was funny and they just didn't change their facial expression or I don't know. But me and Sierra both smiled. Me and Sierra were in different rooms, but I can, like, scroll over, see who's on video and whatnot. Tuesday, I feel like, when did we finish, like, our first, when did we finish everything on Monday? Because I know we, like, took it a little bit easier. So, we what we did on Monday was, Monday. I thought that I, 
At first, I thought I was just going to finish everything for Monday and like call it a night. So if I did that, I could have been done relatively early because we didn't have that much. But then everyone in our class started talking about like working ahead on assignment two and stuff. Or assignment three, I don't remember which one it was. And I was like, should I do that too? Yeah. And then I was like, maybe I'll just like kind of get started on it. And I think I tried to finish it that night. And so that's why it ended up being a later night. But also, had I not done that, it would have been a heck of a lot harder the following days. So. And it was hard to figure out just, like, how to balance the medical terminology where you, like, studied enough for it to take the quiz, but also... I know, because you didn't want to go overboard with that. Like, that was 40% of our grade, like, those quizzes in total, but our exam Friday was 60% of our grade, so it was like, I can't just keep spending a ridiculous amount of time studying for these medical terminology exams because I didn't even start studying for our actual exam until Wednesday. Wednesday, and I was like, that is, if you guys know anything about us, like, that is not ideal for me, like, granted, this is a one-week course, <laughs> yeah. I can only do so much, but, like, I was like... On Wednesday, I just felt wrong that I hadn't started studying it because that is so not what I would have preferred to do. And so um, going forward... I think even before that, just on like Monday and Tuesday, I was kind of in my head just thinking, how do I even approach studying for this stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, I know we've been learning a lot of stuff, but there's either like long list or I have to know all these words in this list. You know, it was hard to kind of pick out what exactly you felt was most important, but then obviously... Um, as we kind of approached the exam, people were asking more questions and our professor let us know that the learning objectives would be a great place to start. And, and I agree. I agree. That so was that's very helpful. What I'm going to start taking into our next two classes. I'm going to read the objectives beforehand because I did not do that until Wednesday. That's when I read the objectives. Because I literally was like, um, before I looking don't at do that, that, I was like, this is interesting stuff, but I don't know what I need to know. Yeah. Because the class was really, it was wide ranging and like the different topics that we talked about. So I was like, so what exactly are the key takeaways? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so my strategy starting next week is probably sometime today, maybe, I'm going to read the learning objectives for our classes that start tomorrow. And then as we have different lectures assigned to us, I decided that since I'll have read those objectives, I can go through those PowerPoints. And then once I'm done with them, I can go look at the objectives again. And even if I don't want to like write out like my answers to the learning objectives until closer to the exam, I can mark down which objectives I think are answered in that mm-hmm. in those set of slides. So I think that will really help me know what I'm actually supposed to be like learning. And so that should help. That's what I'm hoping. I also, because I've been trying to figure out what the best you know method for studying, and I'm sure this will be a long time of figuring out what works best, but I watched um, some of Rachel Southers, Southers' videos on YouTube. If you guys don't know who that is, she's just a medical student. And she kind of did an update, updated how she studies in medical school video. And she talked about something called a pass tracker that I think I want to try implementing and we'll see if it works for me or not. But basically you make an Excel spreadsheet and then write down the titles of all of your lectures and the date that you went over that lecture. And then the next column is passes or like how many times you've watched it or seen that lecture. And then you say like how difficult is the lecture? What do you think the hardest parts of this lecture are? And I feel like that could be a good way of just having a sheet with like, sometimes in my head I feel like, I'll be like, there's this one like part of a lecture that I can't remember which lecture it is that I really need to work on. So I feel like at the very least, it could help me organize stuff that way. We also figured out how to watch videos. Oh my god, and yeah. faster than double speed. Also, if you're planning, if you just want to work on a life skill that will be, be will be beneficial, work on building your stamina to watching sped up videos. Because I don't know how I would have made it through last week if I was not used to watching videos on one and a half or double speed. Like it simply wouldn't have. I already am talking to you guys about how little time I had. If I would have spent three hours one day that I was supposed to watching lectures and a speech, how would I have done it? So we screen we screened it down to an hour and a half because we double sped it and 
I simply don't know how you would make it through if you weren't watching videos on double speed or more. If you want to build up your stamina, you can watch YouTube videos in double speed because Megan and I do that literally just 90% of the time anyways. I feel like part of it also doing that, even for YouTube, it helps me feel more sane because I can consume more content, which is like, I have certain videos, you know, I want to watch, I want to be able to yeah. consume. And so it just makes it so I can do it in a smaller amount of time. And I'm not kidding you, you get so used to double speed once you actually like keep listening to it. There's times where I'm watching videos on double speed and I feel like it's still And then you go isn't. and turn it to turn it up to double speed and you're like, oh, it's already on double speed. Like you feel like it's still so slow. So I watch, I listen to podcasts on double speed usually. Like it's just, you start wanting to listen to things faster and it gets a little tricky with note taking. So it just depends on like how generous you want to be on your notes too, because there's times where I'm watching a lecture and I'm like, hold on, we are going way too fast for me to like, <laughs> that seemed like you were talking about some important stuff there. So you have to kind of figure out how to balance that. I don't think I Right now, I'm comfortable going at past the whole speed, but, but I think what could be. So I was just curious if there was a way to do this because I feel like there had to be a way. And there's some like code you can enter if you guys view your page source or something. I'm not a coder, guys. I just figured this out. I'm sure like there's like you do like the right click on your internet page, and then there's something that says like load page source or no, it was inspect on a Mac, and then that opens up the code of the page, and then you paste in some code that's your then, website yeah and then you enter in the number of like speed you want and then it worked on youtube and on our like course video section or whatever and so again i don't know how well i'll be able to use this for notes because it would be very hard to like pause and stuff but, but the, if there's a video the, or something the medical that student that you're watching rachel southern she said she does three speed three, three or three and a half like so uh -huh. i think that it could be something to at least try or if there's a video where i just need to like watch it or like listen to a lecture or a speech then there's like less note taking for that and so that would be helpful to speed that up yeah um other recaps during the week let's see wednesday was i mean i just am kind of like the days kind of were like the same thing but just again full day studying thursday before the exam i was probably up until like one in the morning just like really trying to figure out what I was going to do. So it was like, we finished. Do. The good thing about that was after we finished class on Thursday, which is around 4, we were kind of like, okay, time to really kick it into gear because the exam's tomorrow at 9 a.m. And so before we finished class for that day, we had gone through, I would say, quite a few, if not a majority of the mm -hmm. learning objectives at that point. And what we are doing is just like under each learning objective, if there was something like legitimately to be written down, if it's like a list of things we need to know or something like that, we would just write that underneath it otherwise some of it was more opinion based like what are your thoughts on this so we didn't write anything down because mm -hmm. I was like whatever yeah and also what's been nice too is um at least for our cohort we've all been like giving as many resources as possible to each other because again you're not trying to compete with your classmates where in undergrad it's like if your course is curved then it is to your benefit if others do worse than you um but that's not the case so it's like we had me and Sierra were working on our own Google Doc with the objectives, and we didn't want anyone adding on to it because, like, we just wanted, like, it organized how we wanted it. Yeah, but and it was already else, mostly done. Yeah, but someone else, uh, like, shared a Google Doc so that people could add on to um, the objectives if they wanted to and, like, use that. But me and Sierra also just, like, gave the link to ours, but we just didn't want anyone editing it because we just wanted I was like, stuff. I don't want anyone touching it. I already worked and put this all how it makes sense to me. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just important to know that, like, 
sharing resources is going to be very important for all of us. So, like, if someone can get a book for free, uh, someone told people how to, like, get another book for free. Like, for medical terminology? That yeah. was, of course, after Sierra and I had bought a $40 online version. But <laughs> what can it you is do? What it is, so, um, I tried finding an online free book. I, know. I don't know how he did it, but he found one. So, I'm in the process of trying to find a book right now. I don't know if I'll be able to get it for free, though. Um, what else? Uh, we got up uh, both at 6.30 a.m. on Friday yeah. to finish studying because, like I said, our exam was at 9, so... I was just like, if I get up any later, am I going to regret not having gotten up earlier to here's finish the studying? Thing. Some people were talking about in our group me about, you know, staying up pretty late, and I was like, I know that I need sleep, and I'm like, sleep is very important for learning. That's what I always tell myself. Um, so I think I called it quits around midnight, and, and I was, I was like, until time to sleep. So I had, you know, five and a half hours of sleep, maybe. And then I got up at 6.30. And the good thing was, like, right in the morning after I woke up, I, you know, grabbed my laptop. And I was like, let's go through the objectives. And I was like, I actually retained a lot of this pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the things that I've learned that helped me um, retain information quicker than I feel like I normally would have was trying to... I think we mentioned this in the blog, but, like, we did, like, these fun little dances. I wouldn't say the information was necessarily, like, relevant to the exam that we actually took. No. But in terms of, like, remembering something, it was helpful. Yeah. Um, like, she's talking about we made a little TikTok dance of, like, characteristics of a specific person that we thought we'd have to know more about. But in the exam, it was just, like, who is this? Like, or, no, a better, pers- or a better example of what something that did help would be going through the six parts of patient-client management. Yeah. And so it was just, like, pretty basic motions that kind of related to each one. But I thought it helped us remember it a little bit better. Also, like, again, once we had gone through the objectives, we did some mind mapping to make sure, like, we could draw some stuff out if we had different models that we were talking about. And just, like, again, if you have, like, a quick separate thing that you want to remember about a specific topic, then, like, drawing a line to that and being, like, here's this extra information. So you, like, have a visual reference. I just think all of that is helpful as well. And then I figured out right now for me the best way to memorize a list of words is to come up with – is it a mnemonic device? Is that what it's called when you come up with Sounds a sentence right. or something? I'm also starting to realize that I don't think that that's necessarily necessary. But, um, okay, I have to admit, like, when I was going through the professional behaviors question, like, it was good to know no, all of them. I know. I just am kind of like there's certain things where it's like you go through and try and, like, memorize lists of it, and then there's the question will be like – these two things are part of this. Yeah. And then it's like, well, then why not? That's, I like, hard on me, though, because I'm like, but I could just know it to, like, make sure. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I'm just trying to find, too, and, like, so I can study the most efficient way possible. Like, yeah. what do I need to spend time studying and what, like, I definitely went overboard on certain things, but it's also, like, how would I You also, I like, went under on know. some things, you know? So it just, you know, you live and you learn, and hopefully we can just get, our be- get a better idea as we keep going. But our first exam, we think, went pretty well. It still has to get, like, finalized grading because the format of the exam was 55 points, and I think, like, 34 points were multiple choice, and then the rest was, like, some sort of, some sort of short answer, and some of those were also, like, opinion kind of I questions. I know, that's I'm kind so of confused as to far, or I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm confused when mm-hmm. that gets graded, how much they, like, will or won't take off points for that, or if it's just mostly, like, okay, if you have, like, a give your opinion, answer. and it was thoughtful, so full points for you. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but there's also some that were actually, like, you did have to give an answer, mm-hmm. so. So, that's, like, a quick recap of our first week. Um, hope, I think that was pretty, pretty all-encompassing of yeah. what happened I know that last week. the entire class was so relieved after the exam, yeah. because we are like, we did it, guys. It was yeah. a long week. 
Yeah, so I think that we should also kind of talk about our program specifically, and I guess we can talk about, like, the undergrad portion of our university, like, the thoughts on going back in the fall. I think some universities, but I'm not sure what specific ones, have already made the decision. I guess Harvard's one. They have already made the decision to go, like, fully online, and they're not doing in-person. Um, our university, which is the University of Iowa, is going to do try a hybrid. I mean, it's and a hybrid. It's, yeah, but it's like they're allowing students to live on campus and like discussion sections and labs will be in person. They're going to mandate masks for sure, but they're also giving students face shields. I believe like our university is providing every single student like masks and face shields, which is good. And they have supposedly different areas where if people get COVID-19, they can go like to a separate dorm resident place. I'm not sure. Here's what I think the biggest issue will be in the fall. I, if people follow the guidelines in classrooms and stuff that are in place, I don't think there's much of an issue there. Yeah. I think the real issue is going to come from people who don't want to follow those rules on their personal time. So, like... Like, in the dorms. In the dorms. It's going to be impossible. They're supposed to wear masks when they're outside of their room. But what if they go visit? Yeah. Like, people are going to make friends with people on their floor, and they're going to go in people's rooms, not with masks. Like, it's just bound to happen. Um, Sorority recruitment is still happening. In person to some capacity, I'm not sure actually 100% how that works because I'm not in a sorority, but I know Maggie just hearing what they're doing, it's going to be like some online, but then the last two days in person, and she was kind of not And like they're wearing masks, sure I guess, how that but... Would go. It's just like, how do you manage having like a literal social organization with a lot of people in it? And I'm just like, it's not just sororities. It's like it expands to like parties off of campus because that's not going to stop. Like how do you mandate all this and I know. if it's I saw like football is still technically like a complete unknown we have sold tickets to like tailgates question mark like you can't stop tailgating even if people aren't allowed in the stadium like I just am not sure how all of it's going to go to be honest and I'm not sure how I feel about it but I feel I personally will not be partaking in any of that stuff because that stresses me out mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like to the point where I don't know like it, what, what would happen and can't do what would have to happen for undergrad especially to like say okay you guys have to leave campus like it's that bad i don't know because like it doesn't make sense considering how like the time when things closed down the first time and we're already so far past that but we're like welcome back <laughs> yeah so i don't know i think that you know this is just going to be a thing for at least or it'll be interesting to a hear a few more months Like, other schools have pretty similar approaches as far as going back in the fall. It'll be interesting to hear, like, I'm sure we're going to hear some horror stories of different situations where, like, oh, 100 people got COVID-19. Like, that could be traced back to, like, this one party. Yeah. You're going to hear that from, like, different universities. Iowa could be one of them. I don't know. And how they choose to respond to that, I also have no idea. So, we're in an area where we have so much unknown. I do hope football and other sports can continue and like actually play in the fall I don't I don't see a logical way that people could be in a stadium like I just don't so I don't think that that's going to happen but technically they haven't said it's not going to um the Big Ten which is what Iowa is in has decided that they're not going to um have any outside of conference games which means that the Iowa Iowa State game is not happening this year which is which like is sad but I also wasn't probably gonna go anyways yeah. Which would have also been sad. But so I'm like, at least if it's not happening, then the not trophy stays it. in Iowa City for this year. Which Maggie was kind of like, she thinks Iowa State would have had a good chance at winning this year. 
I'm always going to say the no. The coronavirus was just a setup to prevent the IYY speaking from happening this year. Okay, another question that I saw some people asking were, do we think that it's been harder being online or do we think it's been easier and our thoughts on that? I think that's the big question where it's like, I wonder how this past week would have been different if we would have been online. Would I have you mean still, in person. Or in person. Would I have still felt like super overwhelmed or would they have like covered stuff more efficiently in class where I would have come home and like not had like a bunch of stuff to do on my own but it's hard for me to like think that it would be that different just because I was already listening to some of the lectures on double speed and in person you cannot speed up a lecture so that's true I don't really know if it would have been all that different in person or not we're gonna have to see how it changes once we do end up going back in person which is going to be like for sure in the fall I'm plan like our program is planning on doing like actual in-person as normal as possible but with everyone wearing PPE so that'll be interesting I'm sure all right, someone else wanted to know, I'm trying to see, like, what PT school ones we haven't answered. Someone's wanting a corona, coronavirus update and, like, mental health and mm-hmm. stuff. I think I've seen a few of those for as far as, like, how we're doing, I think, just during all of this. I think, I feel like I might have already said this before, but I've been taking this whole pandemic relatively well, I would say. Um, even just going back to March... And, like, with graduation and stuff getting canceled, classes getting moved online, even though it was, like, our last year. Um, I was sad, obviously, but I didn't really, like, let it get to me, which I think was good on my part because, yeah. I think you have to realize, like, in the grand scheme of things, what we are going through right now is unprecedented. And you can be annoyed, like, absolutely, but you have to realize that, like, things are a little bit bigger than just oh, my college graduation or my, like, a senior prom if you're in high school. And, like, school. I was just thinking today in relation to these questions, you know, at the time, our school was, like, I mean, they still are offering if you didn't, you know, get to walk in graduation, you can do that in December. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. But now I'm like, I probably won't because yeah. I already I don't even graduated. Know if you know, going to have yeah, honestly, we don't know. It might not even happen for them. And then but. you have a lot of students that if they want to walk, good luck. How are you going to get them all to walk? But I'm like, at this point, it's not that I don't care to walk. It's just I feel like I have graduated yeah. and I've moved on. And I honestly like feel pretty fulfilled with the graduation that we had. Um, I've been to college graduations for both Haley and um, her boyfriend Ashton, and like they're not that special, honestly. So you get to walk across the stage. But do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like one of those ceremonial things. And if it, I thought it bothered me at first, especially like the idea of it, but then actually you live through it and you're kind of like, okay, that wasn't, or like we had the experience of, you know, that drive by graduation, which is like far more, you know, meaningful than, because those are people that like, yeah, we like know those people, but they would not have all been at our graduation. Mm -hmm. So It just was also, like, a time where you felt very loved. I think how we're doing right now, especially in regards to this past week, um, I guess we can extend, like, that to a little bit beyond just the past week and the fact that, obviously, places have been opening back up. And I think that has definitely helped me mentally. It's been good for me to decide, okay, maybe I do want to go see my mom or go to the lake with my mom and like not stay stuck and like we've been mostly quarantined yeah, I think with our dad. If you guys are curious as to what our quarantine situation is, because like we said, we want to be as open and honest with you guys as possible with like what we're doing. Um right now we've just pretty much almost exclusively been seeing Haley seeing I almost said Haley. Wow. I met family. Um with the exception of we've seen Maggie's boyfriend in person the lake one time like a month ago and he also has been in a couple videos um and then beyond that 
we went to the gym one time. Yeah. But we were wearing masks. Which I'm so thankful for that we and everyone we were around were wearing masks. So it's been limited, but even that has just been, like, very, very helpful. I'm not going to lie. And we've... But other than that, it's, like, we've been seeing our mom, our dad, Haley, and her boyfriend. And then we've seen our grandparents briefly, usually try to keep, like, at a distance if we haven't been actively, like, staying away from other people. But then we also did go to the lake with them and our mom over the 4th. Right after you tested right negative. Right after you tested negative for coronavirus because that whole situation, which is on our vlog channel if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, so we felt comfortable doing that, and they felt comfortable doing that. And, like, that was, like, my primary thing was, like, I know our grandparents really, like, have wanted to see us and, like, probably more often than we've even been going over and hang out with them or like sometimes it'll be like we'll chat from a distance like we've done the driveway chats and stuff um but I'm just like I can't like consistently put you in danger just because I miss seeing guys or you miss seeing us so Mm -hmm. it's been like trying to get back to normal a little bit but also like I'm not just gonna go hang out with them all the time every day and we're back in Iowa City now so obviously that's not gonna happen anyways Yeah, that's kind of, like, our update as far as who we've been seeing and who we kind of plan on seeing for the next little while. Obviously, like, when school starts, we'll be seeing classmates and professors, but that will all be with PPE gear. Um, Megan and I have still not ventured out to a dine-in restaurant or, like, any... We've gone to outdoor seating. Yeah. We are really just, like, not I just kind of don't really need to do that. I'm kind of, like, if I were to do that, it would be, like, I noticed today at Culver's, I was, like, what if we would have, like, on the way back to Iowa City, Sierra wanted Culver's because she was hungry, so we did that, and they have, like, outdoor seating that, like, no one was really using, so, like, you would have been plenty far away from other people, so what if you went through the drive-thru to get your food so you aren't around people then, and then you just, like, go park your car and then go to the outdoor seating area, like, maybe, eventually. I There's would very few places that. that that would probably be applicable. I know, applicable. I'm just, like, saying that would be one place, but I'm, like, even when you're doing outdoor dining at, like, a restaurant, like, you're still around a lot of other people. So I'm just not sure. I just think, like, that's a very avoidable situation to not put yourself in. So that's how I feel about it. Um, I know, like, a lot of our classmates, in a perfect world, we would be able to start socializing right now and get to know each other better. And, you know, we've talked about trying to do stuff, or some people have talked about getting together at um, restaurants and, like, eat outdoors. And it's, like, in a perfect world, like, I would love to do that because, like, I think it's important that all of us get to know each other and... You know, we all want to get to know each other, but we also still have to be, like, realistic with, you know, there's 46 of us going to um, all try and get together to meet each other at a restaurant, even if it is outdoors. Probably isn't the smartest thing, so um, we have kind of taken a pause on trying to figure out what exactly we're going to do to socialize or anything like that. But, um, I mean, as far as, like, again, back to the whole mental mental health aspect of it. I do feel like I've been keeping a pretty positive attitude towards things. And even though PT school has been pretty overwhelming recently, um, trying to just like focus on giving myself those small little mm-hmm. breaks uh, for working out or just like watching YouTube video, doing things like that I enjoy. Yeah. I think something else I realized too is some people have kind of different mindsets about the pandemic, which I think um, I'll show you. I'll tell you guys how I've been thinking about it. And that's what's helped me. So, like we said, we've been with our dad for most of quarantine, and so he knows that the pandemic is probably not going to be over until we have, like, a vaccine. Like, that's just the most obvious answer. And sure, treatments would help or people wearing masks would help, but, like, the end is going to be the vaccine. 
And so I've like already like since March or April internalized for sure, that. I've internalized that like this is going to be a while and we're going to have to be prepared for this for the long haul. And that way, when you accept that, you don't have to keep like draining your energy of being like, I just wish this was over. I just wish things would be back to normal. Because if you do normal. accept this new normal, like life is not that much harder um, when you wear a mask if you go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's not drastically changing your life. Like, you know, sure, you have to maybe, or I would recommend, um, you know, if you do want to start socializing with socializing with friends, like, don't be afraid to ask your friends, where have they been? Who have they seen? Or maybe decide, like, with one specific friend, we can start hanging out with each other, but I would be more comfortable if you didn't also, like, if we go didn't beyond see that or see other friends. Like, obviously, um, you're probably going to have to make exceptions for family no matter what, and by doing any of that, you're going to be taking a bigger risk. But, but I just it's all think about it's, calculated risk-taking. I think at this point, it's that's the best way to do it. And don't say, okay, I'm going to go see these friends this day. Or, like, large groups of people, try to avoid. I've even thought about, like, if you... This is not really for me personally. But if you are someone who just, like, really feel like you have to see people, I would recommend, like, spacing out your visits mm-hmm. between at least two weeks. So you can, like, if you see one friend, wait at least two weeks. See how you're feeling. You know, make sure your friend's still feeling fine before you go and see someone else. Yeah, I think it's all about being honest. And, and again, I'm not trying to promote, like, people hanging out and stuff. I'm just saying, realistically, people like, are going to do, the to best do anyways. Way you can. Um, that would be my recommendation. And meet outside. If you meet know. outside, maybe. Uh, go on walks with them, maybe. Or, yeah, we just we just got to be smart, you guys. I believe in all of you. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just like, our dad has been consistently he's just like when will this be over like how much longer can we really take this and my response to him is always just we're gonna have to just handle it for a while like there is no other option unless everyone just want to start wearing their masks and then maybe we'd see some improvements but that doesn't seem to be happening right now um so that's my take on that that's my hit the cord recommendation to you guys if you've been struggling with mental health just mostly related to the pandemic um hopefully that can help brighten your guys' spirits or make you have a more optimistic outlook. There has been good research coming up on, you know, positive vaccine trials. So hopefully that keeps going. I know I've seen stuff, stuff too about people being like a little wary of like when they do get that first vaccine available, people not being super like pumped to take it. I understand that, but I think me personally, I will happily go wait in line for that vaccine. And I would recommend like, I know it's definitely, like, they don't normally have vaccine trials that go on this quickly, but we also have never been in a pandemic in our lifetimes to have a justifiable reason to speed up vaccine trials as much as we are, but we're there, and we need a vaccine as soon as possible. So I think that let's just try and trust science, and um, I'm not saying don't be cautious, but I do think that a lot of the results have been good. Mm-hmm. So not, let's not forget that. Um, we can do a little YouTube uh I almost said pandemic instead of podcast update. Wow. <laughs> YouTube uh, podcast update as far as starting grad school. It's definitely going to kind of make us switch around scheduling and timing and everything. Obviously, you know, when we were in undergrad with this stuff, um, that still had to be coordinated just because we're in our city. Maggie is in Ames. And so we have to schedule things. But I think that's even going to be more prevalent in this, you know, next few months. And I don't even know if we have a really good taste about what it's going to be like now because it was only one week of classes and we didn't even have anything to do this weekend. And Maggie's also still not in school yet, so we're not really having to mess around with her schedule. Although, to be honest, I don't know how busy her schedule is going to be this fall either because the pandemic's going on. So it's not like there's, I mean, well, I guess 
She has talked about how some sororities and fraternities have not talked about canceling their get-togethers, even though she was like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. So I don't know what her commitments are or are not going to be, but I would imagine it would be less than normal. So I feel like for the podcast, I do think, you know, really all for the podcast, all for the podcast that we need is one hour a week that we can sit down, record, and then like quickly edit and upload. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a little bit of like planning beforehand, but usually like that's time that I do think I have and that we will continue to have. Because one, I'm trying to really make it so that, you know, PT school is not my entire life. It's going to be a large part of my life for the next two and a half years, but I do not want it to be the only thing that I do. Mm -hmm. I think that would be very draining. Yeah. Um, and then YouTube, um, Megan and Sarah, I think that we're really happy with the trajectory that that is on. Um, I think we're both feeling pretty motivated for videos and stuff that we have coming up. Yeah, I've been, since moving back to Iowa City just over a week ago, I've had, like, just, like, let's vlog everything. And yeah. it's been Which, if really you know good. our last semester, we didn't we did not want to vlog ever. Yeah. Like, we, I don't know, you know, I think it's just... It comes and goes in waves, that like that song. Um, like last semester, we did not want to vlog like at all in school. And then our semester got cut short, and then we really didn't want to vlog at home. And now being back, I just think I really like how the vlogs we've been making here so far have been turning out. Um, so I'm excited to keep doing those. And it's also just coming good. up with hopefully other video ideas besides vlogs so that we can diversify what we're, what we're making. But I've been really uh, enjoying everything and even just vlogging our school week. Um, wasn't too difficult because the good thing about vlogs is you're just recording what you already have to do. So the more you have to do, the more interesting the vlog is. And then me and Sierra were briefly considering getting an editor for TC2 to take like the load off of us. Um, but we never found someone that we felt super strongly about. And so right now we've just justified like, okay, let's just keep editing ourselves. And I think that we've been getting more efficient at editing videos, which is good because then it takes less time for us. And... At a spot right now anyways, which I know that this is going to be, like... Could change, you know? Good and bad, depending on how much we plan ahead. But we're doing well right now. We have videos planned ahead, and especially, like, during a weekend like this, where I don't have any school stuff to work on, like, good time for me to edit videos and have those already done so that I don't have to worry about it later. And so I know that for a while, for most of the summer, I think that we should be able to, like, stay on top of that kind of stuff, and we'll have to see... Again, hoping that we can continue that into the fall the best we can. It's also honestly still going to depend on the pandemic and, like, if things get worse. Like, will we be able to get together to record? Yeah. I don't know. Or it's, like, in the summer we can record outside. And so it's, like, at what point in the fall is it going to have to be, like, you have to record inside somewhere and then... And then we probably can't we... record at the gym because, you know, there's so a pandemic going on. So are we going to use Maggie's indoor gym and are we going to be limited to that? So there's just, like, a variety of things that will have to be figured out. I never like going into the winter for our channel because I just don't enjoy the videos usually as much, um, especially if they're not going to be in the gym. So we'll have to see how that plays out, but we'll just have to take it as it comes. Again, we do need to realize that this is not only affecting us, it's affecting everyone and what they're doing and everyone's jobs, Um, but that's kind of how it's affecting us personally. This was just a question that I saw someone have more specifically to their situation, but I thought it'd be an interesting thing to weigh in on. So someone asked um, what our thoughts were on living in an apartment off campus versus at home if classes do end up moving online, which I thought would be, there's a variety of things to consider with a question like this. I mean, I think for us personally, we'll probably stay, I mean, our classes probably are not going to go online. So I'm like, we're going to probably stay in Iowa City. But even if they did go online, I would say that we would probably stay. Yeah, I think that 
I feel like in this situation especially, like, if you have an apartment, you're not getting out of your lease. Like, you're paying money no matter what, so it's more so, like, do you feel the need to go home because you don't feel comfortable being in an apartment? Do you think that increases your risk and you don't want to have that risk? Or do you feel like you want to stay in your apartment because you're paying for it and because you have your own space then? Or would you rather go and spend time with family? Like, that's why we went back in March mm-hmm. because we were like, I, I was don't. like, I can either stay alone in my apartment and be stuck inside or I can go and hang out with my family a little bit more and have like a whole house instead of just an apartment. And I can also go outside. And we can go to our dad's basement and use his gym. So it just made more <clears> sense <throat> for us to do that than just chill in our apartment. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I don't fully get the argument sometimes when people are like, well, you're paying for your apartment anyways, so, like, might as well get, like, the most use out of I it. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Because I was like, well, yes, I'm paying for it, but, like, you're acting like I'm paying and then also, like, trying to make myself, like, more miserable on top of that. Like, you're paying for it no matter what. So would you rather, like, pay for it and enjoy yourself or pay for it and, like, hate yourself? Yeah. I'd rather pay for it and, like, enjoy myself and be at home. So. <laughs> but again, I guess I get people saying, like, they want to use it if they're paying for it, but I'm just like... Like, what's interesting is... It's so like when you someone's like, you order this food, but you don't like it, so you have to eat it. Like, no. Don't eat it. Yeah. That's how I feel. Two types of people. <laughs> My dad's, like, the first type. Every mm-hmm. time you order something that he doesn't like, he still eats it. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I paid for it. I don't feel that. Um, so, Maggie has... I'm just gonna say, like, I feel like this applies to maybe Maggie's situation, but even she has, like, a reason she's still going to her part to her apartment, um, especially because she only goes to school 45 minutes away. Um, so three of her classes, even though, again, her university has not gone fully online, I think they're kind of leaving up to some of the professors, and some professors um, have moved their courses online just because they think that that's safer. And so she only has one class in person the first semester. So it's, like, I believe three days a week she has one class that she has to go to in person. So in theory, you could say she could live at home if she wanted to and just drive up and go to class every – or the three days a week that she has class. And so, like, that would be an option. Um, but, again, she's choosing to live in her apartment because – She also has an internship. Again, I don't know to what extent uh, that internship will be because it's uh, through their athletic department, and we don't know how much sports will ha- be happening. But So, yeah, she has, like, commitments to that. She has commitments to her sorority. So – And again, I think that at a certain point, if you're the person that, like, you feel like you've been home for a very long time and you do have a lease for an apartment, then it's not a bad idea to just, like, go live in your apartment and have your own space. I think where it gets challenging um, when you don't live in a situation where Megan and I were related, we are kind of on the same page for most everything. Um, If you have two roommates and, you know, you have to now take into account what your roommates are doing during the pandemic, um which some people are probably, like, seeing their friends, and you're like, we live together, and now I'm, like, kind of at uh, greater risk. So I feel like that would probably that play would be hard. a big role in my decision as far as if I wanted to stay in my apartment or not. Yeah, I don't really have advice. I would say do what makes you feel the most comfortable and just consider kind of different situations that we talked about right now to see what best fits how you are. And um, if you feel like you want to not live in your apartment just, like, for safety reasons or whatever it may be or if you could get out of your lease and break that so you don't have to spend money, then that makes sense too. But at this point, like, it's usually kind of hard for people to break leases that late and close to the school starting. So, um, let's see. We can also talk about how, oh, we can talk about Haley's new house and dog. Oh my god, someone also said puppies and I was like, we should talk about dogs. <laughs> so, our older sister Haley, um, I love introducing her as our older sister Haley because, um, Everyone some of you guys make fun of us for saying that because if you're a long time listener or watcher, then you clearly know 
Haley is our older sister, but I never know if someone is listening for the first time, and therefore they may not know who I'm talking about. And we want to keep everyone in the loop. <laughs> so, so. Uh, her and her boyfriend just got a house a few months ago at this point, and they also got a dog, a little Siberian husky, whose name is Zeko, and I just love him so much. Yeah. First thing we did when we got back to Iowa City was we came here and we detoured over to Cedar Rapids, went to their house, and I was like, let's take Zeko to the dog park. It was so cute. I've never been to... Well, one, have I even been to a dog park? I don't know. But I've never been to, like, an off-leaf, off-leash dog park for sure. And it was just so cute. He had so much fun. And except it was, like, a really pretty large area. And so, like, he just would run. And then I'd be like, well, goodbye. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> and then Haley was like, well, there's a hole in that fence over there. So, like, make sure he doesn't, like, get too far. And I was like, Haley, that stresses me out. Like, get, and I have to make sure he doesn't go over there. But then I was just like, it's her dog. So she's more in charge than I am. Yeah, it was hot when we went there, though. And so there was, like... He was running around. She has a Siberian Husky, and he's, like, four months old now, I think. The cutest thing ever. He has one blue eye, one brown eye, and his name is Zeko, but it's spelled, like, Zelchko, which is odd to me, but it's I don't Russian, ask questions. I um, it fits him. It fits his personality nicely now, but I know him. Um, um, what else? I This is me just, like, speaking, you know, in hopeful. I don't even know the word I'm looking for now, but... For the longest time, I've been like, I would love to get a dog. And I really would. But with grad school starting and not even, like, being in the full swing of things, I'm most likely not going to get a dog anytime soon. Also, we live in an apartment, and I just would rather have a yard for them. But I just really think it'd be so nice to have a dog. That's I've just, gotten spurts, and again, none that's of it just has some been thinking. super intense for me to actually go through doing it. But I've, like, thought about maybe I should get, like, a bunny or something, just, like, because I'm, like, not the kind of person that, like, would get a fish and feel like I have a pet. Like, I yeah. just... If I'm going to get a pet, it needs to be, like... A mammal. A guinea pig, <laughs> a hamster, a rabbit would be preferred, I think, because I feel like they're just, like, larger. I don't know. <laughs> um, And so I've, like, kind of gone back and forth with that, too, but it's never actually came into, like, oh, like, let's I feel actually like, get a rabbit. Weirdly, I feel like rabbits would take more work to take care of because you have to, like, clean their cage out and stuff. I think a dog would still be at more work, but how much, like, how much room does a rabbit need? I don't know. You can probably take up a sizable portion of your room with its cage. True. We don't have very big rooms either, so. Quick um, touch on dating life as a topic. It's been non-existent pretty much still. Especially, like, I just am, like... How do you go about dating at all during a pandemic? Yeah. It seems just wrong to me or, like, I wouldn't, like, I just, you you guys know I'm so uncomfortable with, like, so many different things. How on earth would, like, even if you start talking with someone, they might be more comfortable and they, they would feel like, okay, well, like, let's meet up now. And I'd be like, you don't understand. There's a <laughs> See, pandemic there's a thing. going Here's on. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's a pandemic going on. You can't really meet people in person. So... So, it's just been, we'll pick it up later. <laughs> um, I saw someone ask about, like, health and fitness, workout stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, we started working out at our apartment. You guys will see that if you watch our YouTube channel. We started vlogging that. We got some more weights. And our the rec center is opening, I think, tomorrow, actually. Yeah. And they say people need to wear masks and, you know, they're going to be cleaning and stuff. And I'm not saying I won't go at some point, but for now, I think Megan and I feel more comfortable just working out in our apartment and sticking with that because less exposure, 
less risk. Yeah. I'm also just like usually not a morning workout person. And I feel like if I did go to the rec, I would at least like to go the first time early in the morning, like pretty soon after they open. That way it's like freshly cleaned, probably not many people there. And I just have a hard time thinking that I would actually be able to get myself up to do that. So and what's nice too is like when I go through a full school day on the days where I do work out, we're like done at four, let's say we finish Zoom. It's really nice for me to say like, oh, like I really should work out, like just good for me mentally, physically. And so it's a good time for me to work out then because it's then a forced break from I had school all day. Now I got to take a break. And like like at that point you desired the workout because you've been sitting all day and you want nothing more than to A, not worry about school and B, to like actually just move. And so I feel like that's been helpful in the sense of, you know, you don't always want to work out. Sometimes the last thing you want to do is work out. But given how hectic school can be, and we're only in week one, I'm just like, I need to work out as a break. I actually thought uh, something that was really interesting with uh, Rachel Souther jumping back to that medical school YouTuber that I was watching a little bit yesterday. Um, I think she mentioned how sometimes when she works out, she'll like bring an iPad or something to study or book or whatever. And I think she gets a lot of crap for that because people are like, you should like uh, not worry about school when you're working out. And she mentioned something that I thought was pretty insightful in the sense of, you know, she asks herself before she's working out, is she going to get a break or is she going because she needs to work out? And so if she needs a break, then she won't study when she's working out and she'll give herself that time to just reset. But if she's going because she needs to work out, but she still feel like, feels like she needs to study, then she'll go and study at the gym because then you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. And honestly, like if you have to study, you probably would choose studying over working out if you feel like you really need to study. So if you mm-hmm. can kill two birds with one stone and like study while working out, then I say go for it. Yeah, I think that's a good take on it, and I would agree with that. Um, Again, just touching on, like, another reason I don't think that it's going to be likely that we go to the rec, at least not often, is because that means I would be working out in the morning, and that means, like, I wouldn't get that workout break at the end of my day. Yeah. So I just kind of like the timing of day that we're working out right now. It works well for me. Also, for some reason, we just get nauseous when we work out in the morning, it seems like, and I have not figured out how to That brings me back to freshman year. Yeah, I literally, like... I do not like that feeling or thinking about that feeling. So I really, it's, I think it's freshman year. We I think really I associate early morning workouts with like nauseousness and or nausea. And I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> so we were really good about working out in the morning our freshman year. And it's but just But then like our workouts were always cut short because you'd be yeah. like, I feel sick. <laughs> so I'd, I've, en- I've enjoyed being able to work out and not feel that way. So I don't really feel the need to go back to early morning workouts. Like even when I, over the summer when I would work out in the morning, it would just be like, I would wake up and it was still like nine or 10 and I would just like slowly get myself down to our dad's basement to work out. And so, yeah, I just am like very much into like listen to my body, how it feels. And if I were to like, I don't ever, or I usually just dislike strongly when I have to like force myself to get up early and then it's like go, to go work out. I don't think that usually ends well for me. I agree. Anything else that we need to touch on before <clears throat> we call it a podcast episode i got through everything on my list that i had written down yeah i think i did too i think those were probably like the biggest things people wanted to know about especially people wanted to know about pt school yeah. which took up the which, thank you guys for caring so large much. majority of this episode um yeah i think as i'm going through someone asked for like recent story times i don't have anything to share honestly yeah like i would love to share like a <laughs> if there's anything story. worth mentioning we usually mention it in a vlog but yeah, I think that is it. All right. 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this week's episode and getting to know kind of how our first week of PT school went and everything life-related right now. Hopefully you guys are doing well during this pandemic because unfortunately it's probably quite far from over in like terms of year or like months Also, I want to say this quick thing that we were talking about during PT school as well to kind of wrap up. I think that right now there's like shame around if you get coronavirus, like you were automatically like doing something wrong. Or if you, like, people usually, like, if they get it, they don't want to tell other people or whatever Because they don't be. want people to assume how they got it. Like, it's honestly a lot like lice, in my opinion. It's like, you did, there are things you can do to limit your possibility of getting coronavirus, like, absolutely. And that's what is, I think, first and foremost, make sure you're doing that. But there are certain things, or you maybe, like, make one not-so-great judgment, or you decide, like, I'm going to go see my family because I think that that's, like, important, and you still might get exposed. So, like, you could be doing very reasonable things and still not be perfect, still might get exposed. So I think do your very best, but also like just know that if you get coronavirus, like you shouldn't feel bad about it or you shouldn't feel shameful and don't feel like you have to hide it from those around you. Like just, I think being upfront and honest is the best way to go right now. Mm -hmm. Also kind of going off of that, uh, I kind of want to talk about how we talked about decision-making in PT school this week and how um, just because there's a good outcome does not necessarily mean that it was good decision-making skills that went into it. I think a lot of people will, you know, reference, like, oh, I hung out with this group of people, no one got sick, it was fine, and use that as, like, why they can do that in the future. And just because no one got sick that time does not mean that no one will get sick in the future. The example we talked about was the lottery. Buying a lottery t- lottery ticket is probably not, like, a great decision because you have a very good chance of losing but let's say you win the lottery one time. That means it was a good outcome. You won the lottery, but it was a bad decision that led to the good outcome. Yeah. So, and like also you can make a good decision and still get a bad outcome. So, um, like the outcome is not related to the decision making that necessarily went into it. Um, so just so approach everything to- with a new lens and just be cautious as much as you can be. Don't feel bad. Like, honestly, if your friends are getting together and you don't feel comfortable doing that because you feel like you want to try and do more, like, on your part to just, like, prevent things from spreading. Or if you just don't want to risk getting like, it. don't feel bad about saying no. or And you don't even have to, like, I'm not saying turn around and shame your friends, but just say, I'm not comfortable doing that, like, so you can You I don't have either. to make excuses. You don't have to say, oh, I, like, I would love to, but, like, I can't tonight. Say, like, I really do not feel comfortable not, doing that. I don't think it's a good idea. So I'm not going to. And then maybe at least that way, if they don't, you know, they might not change their mind, but at least they're thinking like, oh, this like friend of mine is actually like taking this very seriously and they might reconsider. So, All right. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That would be very much appreciated. You can all, you say follow us on Instagram already? No. Oh, follow us on Instagram, both the podcast Instagram, which is at according to, um, and our personal Instagrams. They're always linked in the description. Yeah. Um, Anyways, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.